everyone, and welcome to the Rise with the Light podcast. My name is Susan Fink, and this is my weekly podcast dedicated to supporting families raising children with special needs. I'm on a mission to provide hope and positivity through sharing my personal insights, stories, mindset perspectives, and ways to navigate through this journey. Let's get started. joining me today. I wanted to just quickly mention, as I mentioned on every episode, please make sure that you're following this podcast so that you don't miss another episode. And if these episodes are helping you, please leave a star rating, a comment, and share this podcast so that I can help other people. As you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can, and I can't do that without you. So please share this podcast to someone you know who this could actually help. So thank you so much again for being here with me today. So let's go ahead and jump into this episode about the wasted worry. So I was talking to another mom who has a special needs child and he's actually older. He's, he's going to be a teenager. And we were talking about the future and how I was worrying about things about my son, who's a lot younger. And she just said to me, everything turns out okay. We don't have to worry so much about the future. Just focus on now, focus on what you can do now to help the future. But don't make up stories about the future. Don't make up things that could happen. We don't know what's going to happen. We really can't predict the future. We don't know what's going to happen. So we're basically wasting this energy. It's a wasted worry. And she turned to me and said, you need to do an episode on the wasted worry. And I was like, you're right. Because I know I spend so much of my energy. I know I spend so much time. And in the past, more so than now, I spend a lot of time wasting my energy, wasting my mental thoughts, wasting my emotions on worrying about the future, on worrying about what's going to happen, especially with my son. What's going to happen with me, with my family, my parents, my dog? I mean, just everything. I'm kind of like a natural worrier. But are you a worrier too? Do you worry about things that are going to happen or that you anticipate might happen or think about things so far in the future and you worry about them? Are you sitting there saying yes out loud or nodding your head or in your mind saying, yep, that's me raising my hand. I worry. I worry a lot. I personally found myself worrying about my son and his life in the future. I would sit there when he's three, four, five years old and think about what is life going to be like for him when he goes to middle school? What is it going to be like when he goes to high school? What is it going to be like as an adult? I'm sitting there feeling overwhelmed. I'm taking you know, all of this information that I know right now and applying it to what he will be like in the future. And that I, I really don't know what things are going to be like in the future. I can't really worry about those things because I can't do anything about them. I don't even know if they will actually come true. So all I can do is think about what I can do today. What can I do now to help him set him up as best as I can for the future? So all of this worrying would make me feel sad and overwhelmed. And I would just sit in tears and feel just out of control. And my anxiety would just be so high. And I would be stuck in this negative thinking cycle. And I would think so negatively about the future. I remember actually talking to one of the staff members at school and talking to her about what I'm concerned about. And, you know, when you go through an IEP meeting and you go through different 
discussions with psychologists or what have you, all the different assessments that you have to go through. And as a parent, you know, sitting there and talking about some of the challenges, it's hard. It's hard not to go into the future. It's hard not to think about and try to anticipate what's going to happen so that you can prepare now. But I was worrying so much about stuff that was going to happen potentially, you know, so far out there. And the staff member said to me, Susan, if I can give you any advice, it would be don't look that far ahead. She said, don't look more than three or six months out. And I would even say, don't look beyond three months or even one month. So much changes over time. And the effort that we're putting in now, the therapy, the training, the, you know, working together as a team, all of the stuff that we're doing right now is going to change my son for the future. It's going to change and he changes and evolves so much so fast. So who am I to say how he is now is how he's going to be in 10, 15 years? And why am I worrying about that? So don't look so far ahead, right? Does that make sense? I get it. It's, I think it's just a natural thing for us. And as parents in general, right? As parents, as people, we worry about things. And especially as special needs parents, we worry about the future because we know that there can be challenges that come up, but there can be challenges for anyone, not just kids with special needs. But we don't have to manifest what's going to happen in the future. We don't know. All we can do is be prepared enough when those things potentially might happen or whatever is going, we're going to face that we can actually be prepared and have the tools and have the courage and the, the, the wisdom to figure things out as they come. We don't have to spend the time right now and the energy right now thinking about it and worrying about it and wondering if things are going to happen. I mean, I'm talking when I'm thinking about things about my son, I'm thinking like, when he's a teenager, he, you know, that's years and years and years away. Does it make sense for me to spend this time right now being concerned about what may not even happen? It's wasted, wasted worrying. The thing of it is, though, is that worrying is not necessarily all wasted, right? Worrying can actually teach us something. It can teach us about where we're focusing our attention. It can teach us about how we're thinking, if we really dig deep into what we're worrying about, it can help us understand how our brains are working and what are the things that we need to do to change. When I think about the future and I'm worrying, you know, usually it's something really negative. So I really need to work on how I change my negative thinking. I get stuck in these patterns and these ruminating thoughts and I have to figure out a way to stop it. So worrying can actually give me signals and clues about what I'm thinking about, where I'm focusing my attention, and then I can take action to change that so that I can live a more positive life, that I can focus on more positive things, that I can live in gratitude, that I can refocus where my head is at and not waste my energy and my emotional time and my emotional energy on something that may never happen and I'm worrying about it. So I can get more prepared on what's to come and being stronger now for the future, but not spending that time in worry. Does that make sense? So like I said, worrying is not all wasted, but so much of it is wasted because we waste our energy thinking and worrying about things that may never happen. So how do we stop this cycle? What do we do to stop worrying, to be more present? What can we do? 
like I mentioned, we can try to reel ourselves in, trying not to think so far ahead. That advice I received was so pivotal in my thinking process. Anytime I find myself thinking about what things are going to be like for my son in middle school or in high school or when he's an adult, I have to pause and stop myself. It is very intentional. I have to realize where my head is going and I have to turn those thoughts around. And I have to remember, think about what's going on right now. It's an intentional process and really being aware of my thoughts. So can you do that? Can you be aware and stop yourself from what you're worrying about, what you're thinking about? Can you turn those thoughts into pen to paper? Can you write it down? A lot of times if you write it down and get those thoughts and worry out, you can actually release that out of your mind and then realize that, okay, when I'm writing in my journal, I realize that these thoughts are way far out in the future. They may not actually happen. So I'm worrying about something that may not happen. I'm writing it down and that helps me alleviate that and get rid of it out of my mind so that I don't ruminate on it and I don't continue to harp on it. So writing, journal writing, meditating, talking to someone. If you talk to someone and you start talking to them about things that are going to happen and things that you're worried about in the future, if you're talking to someone who understands your circumstances and what's going on and also has gone through that too, they may actually give you some great advice that I'm giving you now is to be more present, that you can't change things that are going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen, so you can't really worry about them. Focus on now. And that's exactly what my friend did for me. She has more time and more experience than what I have. And she said, it's wasted worry, right? It's worrying. We're wasting our time worrying. So she told me that, look, things will be okay. Take it as they come. So she really helped me to hear from someone who has that experience and has that additional time, more time than I do, to know that she's right. Things are going to be okay. I can't spend my time worrying about things that may or may not ever happen. I need to be more grounded in the present. And that's the other thing. Be grounded in the present. In other episodes I've done, if you follow me on Instagram, I talk about grounding exercises. Grounding is really all about just using your senses to become more present, to see yourself in the present moment. So using your five senses, what do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? What do you taste? All of those senses can bring you back to the present. So if you find yourself ruminating and thinking about things that are in the future and you're worrying, do a grounding exercise. Be present. Find something to focus on in the present moment. An example that I give about washing dishes, right? You're washing dishes. You feel the water in your fingertips. You feel the soap. You hear the water running. You can smell the fragrance of the soap or dish dish soap or whatever you're using. So using your senses in an activity to ground yourself in the present so that you get more control over your thoughts. Another type of grounding is changing your environment, going for a walk, going outside, getting in nature, feeling every step you take, looking around. What do you see? Trees, birds, the sunset, the sunrise. You feel the wind against your skin and your hair, you know, using these grounding techniques to bring you in the present. There's also deep breathing techniques you can do, focusing on gratitude, saying something out loud that you're grateful for, shifts the way that you think, shifts you out of this worrying to actually, wow, this is something I'm grateful for. It's a turning point to something positive. And I mentioned meditating, breathing, 
There's other things like tapping meditation that I've been trying, and that helps me to actually be more grounded in the present. So look, these things are not rocket science, right? You can look up and Google, what do you do if you're worried, right? You can find all of these resources. I'm telling you the things that I do, the things that I've learned that have helped me when it comes to worrying and when it comes to being present and when it comes to reeling in my thoughts and pulling myself back out of this ruminating cycle that I typically get stuck in. And again, worrying can show you where you're focusing your attention. It can show you how you think and reveal that to you so that you can take action. And figuring these things out is one thing. The biggest thing though that you need to do is actually do them. Doing these exercises is what will get you out of this worrying cycle. What will get you out of the wasted worry? So like I said, you can find all of these solutions. You can know all about them. But if you actually don't put them into practice, it won't help you. You won't get out of this worrying cycle. So it takes intention. It takes practice. So my message to you is to figure out what will work for you. How can you stop worrying? How do you stop wasting this time worrying, wasting your energy on this, living in the future that you don't even know that's going to happen? What are the tools in your toolbox that can help you? I mentioned a whole bunch of them. Can any of these help you? Can you put these into practice and do them on a daily basis? And not everything works for everyone. Meditation, praying, deep breathing, writing, focusing on gratitude, changing your environment, grounding exercises. Not everything works for everyone. So it's very personal to you, but it's up to you to figure out what is it that will work. Build your toolbox and practice. Be intentional about it and practice it. It's not enough to just know that you can do these things. You have to do them. And once you put these things into practice, it becomes easier and becomes generalized, meaning it's almost like second nature. The more you can practice it, the better you get at it. So then when you start worrying about something, the faster you'll be able to pivot. You'll know the tools. You'll know the things that work for you. And then you can quickly get out of this wasted worry and move into a different thought process and a positive thought process and being present. So you have to start. You have to start practicing. The more practice you do, the more natural it becomes, the easier it will be for you to get out of the wasted worry cycle and into a more positive mindset. I know that this can help you. It has helped me tremendously. Not only talking to other people, understanding where my head is at, where my thoughts are at, what I'm worrying about, what I'm wasting my emotional energy on, actually doing the work, actually practicing things that work for me, things in my toolbox have helped me. So I'm just speaking on my personal experience and also things that I've learned from other people. So I know that this can help you. If you are sitting there and you are a worrying type of person and you are like me and you think about the future and what's coming and you worry about it, you're wasting so much energy and so much time doing that. And I encourage you to find tools to do some things that will help you to practice with intention Make it part of your daily routine. Make it part of your daily life so that you can quickly pivot out of the worry and become more present in the moment. So that's it for this episode. I kept it short and sweet. I want you to really focus on what will work for you. And if you relate to any of this, please follow this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. Share this podcast with someone who could use it and who really needs it. 
And I know some of these, th- these things are hard to do. Sometimes you need an unbiased person to help you figure out what tools you can use to help you build a toolbox that's customized to your personal needs. So if that's something you're looking for, I am a mindset and life coach. Please DM me at susanfink.rise. Reach out. I'm here to help. You can also check out my website, risemindset.com to connect with me there too. So I want you to remember that you are not alone in this journey. Stay connected, reach out. There are solutions out there for you to help you in your journey. And as you know, my mission is to help as many people as I can, and I cannot do that without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support and sharing this podcast to help other people. And until next time, I appreciate, I empathize, and I'm here for you. And we can do this.